Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Back, hour number three of Weekend Fantasy Update. That's right, Joe Galina. Follow me on Twitter at Joe Galina, G-A-L-L-I-N-A. Follow my co-host, George Kurtz, at George Kurtz. And, of course, we have the Fantasy Prince hanging out with us uh, like he always does, pushing all the right buttons, keeping us flying straight. That's right, we're talking Sean Angle, NASCAR extraordinaire. And uh, good to have him on board. So we've been uh, started talking uh, some uh, fantasy baseball. We've been talking uh, fantasy football. Let's uh, continue talking a little bit more football. And, George, uh, your quarterback, Dak Prescott, uh, some, some you know, back-and-forth news just, uh, you know, about him and his contract extension, you know, you know, in the past he said all the right things, you know, no rush or whatnot. But uh, I, I like what I like about you as a, as a Cowboys fan is that you're you're fair in your assessment of your players. Uh, you've never really, in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, been a big, big uh, Dak Prescott supporter. Uh, that being said, do you think that Prescott deserves kind of like Carson Wentz type of money, or what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, when it comes to fandom, uh, listen, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm an Islander fan. But I'm not the fan I used to be. And uh, I don't know if it's just getting older or because of we do what we do. And you have to be more objective of uh, that sort of thing. I mean, there was a time where, uh, you know, the Cowboys lost. I was miserable that week. Just miserable. Because you, know, you have seven days before the next game. Nothing feels right. You know, that sort of thing. You know, the Yankees are a little bit different. They play the next day. But uh, nowadays, you know, I've, I've understood. Maybe, I guess it could be just maturity and getting older. It's a loss. What do I care? You know, hell, hell, the players don't care about losing. You know, today, it literally is just a business. I lost the game. No big deal. That sort of thing. So I, I like to think I've grown up a little bit. And that's why I'm able to look at things uh, through a, a, a fairer prism. Uh, I've also got some friends who will tell you that I'm harder on the teams I root for than, the, than any other teams. That I look at the negative more about the Cowboys and the uh, the Yankees. Uh, I don't know, for instance. But that being said, Dak Prescott. I look at this in one of two ways. You know, uh, he's not a top five quarterback in the NFL. I doubt he's top ten. You know, I mean, you look at it, uh, I know sometimes we look at things through you know, the fantasy prism, but still, you're starting an NFL team: Mahomes, Watson, Rogers, Ryan, Luck, Mayfield, Wentz, Wilson. I mean, those are easy guys you want over them, and then there are other guys who are probably in the same tier as him. You know, uh, I'm not. I didn't put. Listen, I didn't put Breeze in there because if you were starting a team, today, you probably would take Dak over Breeze. You know, Breeze has got a, a year or two left. You know, Dak could have 10, 15, that sort of thing. So it depends on how you're looking at things as well. Trubisky would be in this list. Uh, Tom Brady, same problem as, uh, as Breeze, may not have that much time left. Roethlisberger, same thing. Uh, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd rather have over Dak. So. You know, I, I am a Cowboy fan. I watch all the Cowboy games. I watch them intently, which is I'm actually paying attention. Dak misses a lot of passes. I mean, it, he's not a very good deep ball thrower. And when I say he misses them, I mean, there were games last year, if you watched, specifically with Michael Gallup, he was open by 10 yards, and Dak couldn't hit him. He, uh, he wasn't good at hitting the second read. You know, Gallup wasn't the first read on those plays. He had to come to second or third read, and then he wasn't very good at hitting that. You know, he had some issues there. That's not to say he can't get better. 
But the problem is, you know, in today's NFL, contracts do. You know, so the Cowboys sort of have to make a decision here. The Cowboys don't have to sign him this offseason, by the way. I mean, they can do the Kirk Cousins thing. You know, you let him play out his contract, next year you franchise him. It, that's if the Cowboys want to get another year or two of evaluation. The problem is, the longer you wait, if you're going to sign him, the price gets higher. It's not going to get cheaper. Now, we can all, right. you know, like I said, he's not a top five. It's named that the course easily you would take above him. There's at least eight you would easily take above him. Another four or five that are right there with him. But he's a free agent. Those guys get paid. We see this in all True. sports. All sports, doesn't matter sport. Basketball, football, hockey, baseball. When you're a free agent, you're going to be overpaid. Now, I think the one argument the Cowboys are trying to work out here is besides the fact that, you know, hey, so, so, da, 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 and all this other stuff is, well, you know, quarterback is so deep nowadays. You look at the NFL, and I was doing this before, uh, earlier this one, I'm not the joke before our show, I'm, I'm thinking, it's funny, I'm thinking about this exact topic. Look at you, here. getting all pumped. Yeah, it's just called, uh, I need an escape. Uh, my, my daughter had a uh, <laughs> friend sleep over last night, believe me, I needed a... Uh, I need an escape. Uh, that's, that's what the gym is. Right? It's, it's my escape from all the estrogen that's in this house. Uh, married, married, two daughters, you know, people sleeping. So anyway, so the point is, and uh, I love it this time where my internet has gone out. Nice. Uh, I love cable issue. Anyway, if you look throughout the NFL and try and find how many teams actually need a quarterback or aren't, or aren't going to be in position to get one, Next year, mm-hmm. there's not many. You know, you come down to okay, Tampa Bay. You know, do they need a quarterback or do they believe in James? But they see they're a long time quarterback. You know, that could go either way. Mariota's in the same situation. To be same determined, by the way. Right. To, to be, be determined. determined. Yes. But but there there are two teams that literally could be in the market for a quarterback. Right. And I bring this up. There are a couple of others. You know, once again, there's nobody, nobody really in the AFC East, right? Jets have Donald, Brady. Uh, Miami will take their quarterback, I think, in next year's draft. You know, I think that's what they're mm-hmm. planning for. The years draft. Maybe they, mm-hmm. Right. Much stronger quarterback draft. That's mm-hmm. what they'll get to say. And maybe they have one. Anyway, it's Josh Rosen anyway. All right. So uh, nobody in the AFC East. Very good you point. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati needs a quarterback. So they're, they'd be another team. They seem to believe in Dalton mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Houston, Indy, uh, Jacksonville has Nick, signed Nick Foles. Tennessee, we already mentioned Mariota. Uh, nobody really in the uh, AFC West. Never drafted one. KC, Chargers, Oakland all seem to be set. You know, nobody in the NFC oh, East. might be too big nope. determined, too. Let's see, let's see what court does this year. Uh, they they, they drafted someone. Brown, right? They drafted a quarterback, so uh, they should be uh, they should be set. Uh, NFC North: Chicago, Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit. Still business Stafford, so they're set. Nobody in the South, you know, and once again, nobody in the West. So there's only three to four teams that really need a quarterback. So once again, Jerry Jones could be playing this game where even if he gets the phrase, there's nobody that's being high for him. And he may be right because uh, it's, it's not just the Cowboys. I think that don't think all that highly of a uh, back that he's great. There are other teams as well. The problem is, as we see in once again every sport, it only takes one team. Yeah, you know, it only takes the Tennessee Titans who believe, oh, Dak is the next big thing. He's perk for offense. We're going to give him thirty-five million a year. That's all it takes, and the salary cap's only going to get higher. And the NFL, by the way, if they can get this eighteen-game schedule, which they're going to try and push for. Now, I don't know if this is a negotiating play or if they truly want this, but if they, if they ever comes to an eighteen-game schedule, the salary cap goes even higher. That's two extra weeks of football. Sure. That's two extra weeks they never have to pay for. So it just mm-hmm. gets higher. So these quarterback salaries are only going to get higher. That's why I keep bringing it up here. That's why, you know, Dallas needs to make, has to make a decision. And this decision should have been made already, Joe. How should have been made months ago. Either he is your quarterback of the future or he is not your quarterback of the future. Right, right. If he is, you sign him. You don't have a choice. You sign, he should have been signed before once. You just sign If he's not, well, then unless he comes in at a number that you like, you do what I just said. He plays out this year, and you franchise him next year. And then after that, you'll, 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 once again, you'll need to make another decision. If he gets much better, oh, my God, he was. Made a mistake. You know, now we, get, now we have to sign him for $37 million a year, whatever the price will be in two years from now. Or you move on. The problem is Dallas has not shown me very good at drafting quarterbacks throughout the years. They got lucky with that. But Dak is, what, a fourth-round pick? He, no one expected this out of Dak. This is not Dallas mm-hmm. making getting some steal here. They got lucky. You know, they've proved throughout the years they're not very good at it. 
You know, so uh, me and they haven't drafted anybody. You know, Cooper Rush, White, this the two guys they have behind them. Those guys are nothing special. You know, so they'll have to figure out what they're going to do. Make have a plan. You know, so I think uh, with Jerry Jones, I think he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. He wants he wants Dak to sign that team friendly deal now, since he you know Dak your numbers really aren't all that great. Everyone's comparing Dak to Wentz, which is kind of silly. We I think most of us know Wentz is the better quarterback, but Wentz has been hurt, mm-hmm. and that's a major knock. By the way, that's a that's a, it's a feather in Dak's cap. He stays healthy. He plays. Wentz sure. does not. Yes. So you know, there, there's something to that. Yeah, there is something mm-hmm. to that. But that being said. Is there anybody really who would choose Dak over Wentz? You know, if you start once again, if you start a team today, even with the injuries, is anybody really choosing Dak over Wentz? And the answer is no. That's a good point. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I do think uh, I mean, you made some great points. Uh, I, you know, I kind of, and I'm a Giant fan. I should. I kind of like Dak. I mean, tough, tough nose quarterback, uh, mobile. You know, like you said, stays on the field. So I guess we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, hey, you know, oh, did he? Okay, all right. So uh, Georgia brought up a good point uh, there. Also, he also uh, brought up uh, that the NFL might be thinking about going to an 18 game schedule. I know that that's kind of like it's just one little part of what he was talking about. But that's that's an interesting thing to see if uh, the NFL would go to an 18 game schedule. I mean, right now. Football season, Super Bowl ends what uh, the first weekend in February. So you add uh, those two extra weeks, maybe maybe even add an extra bye week. So now you're playing uh, through the the month of February, right? So your football season ends. You know the, the Super Bowl. You push that back to maybe the first weekend of March. Could you imagine? And then right after that, you have free agency. So that you know could be very, very interesting. So uh, one thing I was going to talk about was uh, uh, Sony Michelle, who had a, a knee scope done. Uh, it's, it's expected to be ready for camp. Uh, Sony Michelle, of course, uh, Patriots running back. But, uh, hey, you know, the, the Patriots, you know, you, you really don't – when you think of the Patriots, obviously the first player that you think about is Tom Brady. But uh, when you look at how their offense has evolved, you know, uh, Brady, what, 45 years old? I mean, uh, he thinks he's going to play forever, but he won't. But uh, uh, the, the Patriots are adjusting to an older uh, Tom Brady. When you when you look at in 2017, just under 60% of their offensive plays were through the air. And uh, when you look at uh, the, uh, the 2018 season, it was just under 55% of their offensive plays were uh, through the air. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, Patriots uh, season unfolds. No Gronk this year. So, uh, I mean, uh, Sony Michel, uh, you know, like I said, looks like he's going to be ready uh, to you know, start uh, training camp. But uh, you got to keep that in the back of your mind that he uh, did have uh, his knee scoped and trying to see where he is going in fantasy dress right now, uh, Sonny Michel. Uh, and we talked about, you know, the top tier. You have Barkley, Elliott, McCaffrey, Kamara, uh, Gordon, Bell, Johnson, Gurley, and then uh, Connor we talked about. Ten is uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon kind of high on this year. Uh, then you have Dalvin Cook from the Vikings. Uh, hopefully he could stay uh, healthy as well. Uh, but uh, looking for Michelle's, uh, Sonny Michelle, the twentieth running back taken in uh, in fantasy in draft preseason draft right now. Uh, overall, uh, just under forty ADP. So in a twelve team league, we're talking uh, yeah, about the fourth round. So uh, I kind of like Michelle. Just want him. Keep in the back of your mind that he did have his knee built and he's going to be ready. Uh, so uh, another story that was in the news this week, and uh, this is kind of fluff, and we were talking about it earlier, how that time in the, uh, the NFL in terms of stories, so you know, stuff uh, that, that gets said by uh, some coaches, some teams gets blown out of proportion. But uh, So you have head coach uh, Pat Shermer, head coach of the Giants, uh, hinting uh, that there could be actually a true quarterback battle going between Daniel Jones and Eli Manning. So, uh, you know, last week with uh, Mike Blewett, uh, he expected 
Daniel Jones to be inserted as the Giants quarterback. Uh, I believe he said it was after week three or so. And uh, I, I was looking at the Giants' schedule, and I was saying, hey, I mean, look, you know, I could see them maybe uh, waiting till like week 15, you know, a more friendly game against Miami at home. Uh, but uh, Mike Blue was thinking that maybe week four, well, they're home to Washington. I think that's a little too soon. Uh, George was kind of like in the middle there. But uh, So now Shermer's coming out and he's saying, hey, you know, uh, there actually could be a, a true quarterback battle. And everything that you hear about what Daniel Jones has done uh, in this preseason and the, the mini camps and whatnot, he's looking dynamite, you know. And, uh, you know, it, like it, it is a shame the way that uh, Jones is – uh, Giants career has gotten off to a start where, you know, he was taking the sixth pick overall and, and, uh, Allen was there. Why did they take Allen? And kind of, I agree, you know, but, um, everything that you hear about the way that, uh, Jones is performing, uh, he's been looking dynamite. So, but on the, on the one hand, uh, if there's an opportunity and Shermer is thinking of naming Daniel Jones, and I really don't believe this, but if he's thinking about naming Daniel Jones as his starting quarterback week one, then why the hell did you pay, what was it, $23 million uh, you paid Eli uh, to come back? You know, and uh, like I said, Giants have been, giant management, giant ownership has been loyal to Eli, uh, you know, to a fault. You know, uh, of course, you had McAdoo that, uh, you know, sat him, broke his his consecutive game streak, uh, starts, uh, start streak. Uh, but uh, Mara, John Mara, yeah, uh, the Giants owner has been very, very loyal to him. So, uh, and like I said, they paid, they paid him, I think it was $23 million. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't see uh, Jones as the opening day uh, starter. I do see him eventually taking over. Uh, you know, I, 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 again, I don't think it's going to be very early in the season. Uh, you know, uh, midway part of the season, hey, if, if the Giants are like, you know, one and seven and just look horrible, you know, I, I think the fans are going to demand that maybe Jones goes in there and, and get the start, uh, becomes his, uh, starts his career. So uh, Jones is going to be interesting to see how uh, he pans out. And uh, so uh, when we come back, We'll talk uh, some more uh, fantasy football, maybe some fantasy baseball as well. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. All the potential dads, too. Why not? You know? And what goes up must come down. Uh, if you're uh, lagging in the standings in fantasy baseball leagues, that's what you're hoping, right? <laughs> the teams at the top are going to fall. Uh, you never know. Long season. Long season. Uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, hey, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you're opening a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. 
point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Uh, so, uh, George, I was talking uh, in the last segment at the end about uh, the Giants and uh, how uh, Coach uh, Shermer had said that hey, we could see a uh, <laughs> a true competition to see who's going to be the starting quarterback. And uh, I don't know how you feel, but I was talking to the audience about, hey, why would you pay, uh, you know, Eli, what, what was it, $23 million? <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're going to have him run the bench. So I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, I, I, I take your quote with the, and it, when you know the head coach is lying when you see his lips moving. I just thought of you. Well, I mean, what he's going to say? I mean, really? Uh, oh, hey, Jones going to be caught up for day one, or uh, Jones, no chance of starting. He likes our man. And when you think about it, it should be a competition. It should be, right? It's the nature of mm-hmm. sports. The best guy plays. Right. I think, uh, and I don't think there's anything he could say now that would be true anyway, because I think the first thing you have to say is, in camp, uh, how does Jones look? Is he ready? Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to a young quarterback, Joe, I do believe they have to play in their first year because I think you want to get those first-year woes out of the way. That doesn't mean they need to play mm-hmm. 16 games, but I think at least eight, at least half the season here. Uh, that being said, maybe the Giants are a better team than we think, and they're, you know, they're playing well, and Eli's playing well. Well, then you, you keep uh, with Eli. I, I, I think that as well. Uh, I don't expect that Eli's going to play all that well. I don't expect the Giants are going to play all that well. So I think the transition does need to be made eventually. You know, where you're going to, uh, where you want to go to Jones. You know, like I said, we know there's going to be some rookie mistakes, some rookie problems. And I, you want to get those uh, out of the way in the rookie year. You don't want them out of the way next year. Now you're giving up this year and next year. So that's always my theory there. Right. You, know, you want to get Jones in there. Plus, in this day and age, you only have him for five, four or five years. So you, you better use them right. until that, that money really gets cranked up. You know, then you have all sorts of issues there. So, uh... I don't blame Sheriff for what he said. I don't. What's he going to say? Now, a lot of this is, you know, what do you expect the coach to say right now in, in any situation? <laughs> you know, they're, they're always going to give you the, the candy because there's nothing else they can say. You know, what? Oh, no. Well, listen, I, I think Jones sucks. He looks bad in camp. You know, no chance. And what's he going to say? He's not going to say that. So, uh, to me, I, I look at the schedule of when do I think Jones could take over here. You know, I think the Giants in a perfect mm-hmm. world would like him to start at home. You know, so and probably gets a weaker team. Uh, there's no chance. He, there's no chance Jones is going to start from day one. They're not going to have Jones start in Dallas. That's not going to happen. You know, week two is against Buffalo. No matter what you think about Buffalo, that defense is legit. You know, so there's no yes. chance there. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, and they got a nice source of Tampa Bay and Washington. But I don't. I don't. I think the first month of the season is Eli's. No matter what, I think it's Eli's. All right. Then you get mm-hmm. October. Their first two games are Minnesota and New England. Yeah, I don't see that happening. So I think Eli definitely got the first six weeks of the season. So I, what I always look at, when's the bye? You know, bye week is a nice, solid time. The bye week comes after week 11, but it leads up to a game in Chicago. You know, then He's Green Bay. Then yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, that's not good. That's why I wonder. Mm-hmm. If you look at that week six game against New England, it's at New England, but it's a Thursday night game. You would get 10 days before you play Arizona. A weaker team, mm-hmm. maybe, the, maybe one of the worst teams in football. You know, then you get at Detroit, another not great team. You know, then you get that Monday night game. It's against Dallas. What are you going to do? You're not going to get everything, but it's it, it, it's at least at home. Then you play the Jets the next week. Once again, at home. Uh, it, it's a technically a Jet home game, but it's in, of course it's in MetLife Stadium. So my guess is, assuming things go the way I expect to go, where the Giants aren't playing all that well, hey, they're four and two going to Arizona. That's a, that's a completely different topic, and they won't start them. Sure. But assuming it's mm-hmm. like, more like two and four, you know, I think that game is Arizona October twentieth makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. And for me, like you bring up great points, but uh, I'll say it again. I think that the uh, giant ownership management has been uh, loyal to Eli to a fault. And uh, you bring up great points. You know, you want to get several games uh, under uh, Daniel Jones's belt, but uh, you know, I think the perfect time. <laughs> You definitely agree, based on what you just said, would be when he plays at home against Miami. At least you give him a shot, you know, against a winnable, you know, a winnable shot. But uh, hey, we'll see. We'll see.
see what happens. But uh, hey, well, we've been doing over unders the past couple of weeks and having a lot of fun with it. So uh, figure why don't we tackle uh, AFC West? We we talked about the the Chiefs a little bit before in our conversations earlier today. Uh, George mentioned the Broncos. We talked a little Raiders. So why don't we take a look at the AFC West and uh, the uh, over under uh, situation there and take a look at their schedule, see where we we stand. So just to remind ourselves, Chiefs uh, won the division uh, twelve and four. Uh, Chargers were also 12 and 4, uh, but uh, they were uh, the, the wild card. Uh, Denver Broncos 6 and 10. Raiders 4 and 12 last year. So uh, let's throw at Kansas City, and their over under total is uh, 10 and a half. So they open up, George, against the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. In Jacksonville, be very hot there, as we assume it will be. So uh, not the easiest place to play. Uh, Jacksonville probably is one of the toughest teams to figure out this season. I mean, we, who knows? Sure. Nick Foles, uh, are they going to play as a team? That that was team turmoil last year, right? I mean, that was a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I honestly don't, don't know what to think here. I don't about the Jacksonville Jaguars team. Uh, Kansas City, I don't expect them to have Tyree Kill. I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. So I agree with you. I think this game is a much closer game than we're going to give credit for. I'm going to look at it this way. They play at Jacksonville, at Oakland. I'm going to say they lose one of those two games. Okay, so we'll, we'll have them at 1-1. One and, one. and uh, yeah, great points that you bring up there. Uh, then they play at home against Tennessee. All right, I guess I'm looking at the wrong schedule here, and I am not. Well, unless I uh, – no, no, oh, I'm sorry. At home against Baltimore. I apologize. You're right, yeah, right. home uh, to Baltimore. Home against Baltimore. All right, that's a, uh, another interesting game, but it's in KC. Opening game, you know, that home opener. I know Baltimore's a good team, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. No, that was a good game last year when these two, two, you know, when these two teams played each other. Brown giving KC a W. Okay. Uh, so they're 2-1 at Detroit. Win. Okay, so they're 3-1. And, one. and uh, no, this is going to be a very good game to watch. Looking forward to this one. Week 5, home. Uh, against the Colts. Yeah, right. But actually, back-to-back games are going to be good games. Colts and Indianapolis, uh, both uh, Colts and Houston, by the way. Obviously, Colts are in Indianapolis. Thank you. <laughs> so, Indianapolis right. in week five, Houston week six. Uh, I'm going to take uh, a hedge here. I'm going to go there one on one of these two games. Okay. So, we have them now at four and two. Uh, then they travel to uh, Denver in week seven. Thursday night game, which always presents problems when you're on the road. Short week, Thursday night. But I, I think they're a better team in Denver. I think they'll be they'll handle it okay. Mm-hmm. Win. Okay. Sounds like you're really down on Denver. So uh, we'll get to their schedule in a couple of minutes. Green Bay at home, week eight. Uh, once again, it's another situation. They play Green Bay and uh, Minnesota. Back-to-back home games here. Not easy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go one-on-one. There you go. All right, so we have them at six and three, and then they travel to Tennessee. Tough game, ten. Tough game. The Titans are a playoff team, right? Uh, Mario, we may not be sold on him, but they're still a decent squad here. At Tennessee, if it was at home, I would definitely give a win to the Chiefs here. At Tennessee, I think it's closer here. Tyreek Hill should be back, but what suspension? What kind of suspension it is? I'll give a W. Okay, seventh win of the season uh, at the Chargers. Oof. Uh, is it at the Chargers? I got this one actually at home versus the Chargers. Oh, no, it's uh, week 11. It's a uh, 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 neutral, neutral site. Neutral site? Yeah, neutral site. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to say they, yeah, are they London or Mexico? Where are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's a no, Monday night game. It's got to be Mexico. Uh, Monday night game uh, okay. on ESPN. So that's got to be the Mexico game. Assuming the field is playable this time. Remember last year, the field wasn't mm-hmm. played. That's why they ended up moving the game to the Rams. Uh, tough game. This would be considered a Chargers home game, I believe. Looking at yeah, this is considered a Chargers home game. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's, really, it's really not. Oh, give me, give me the Chiefs. Game though, uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Very, very tough game to call. Then they have a bye and uh, week 13 home to Oakland. Yeah, it's a win. Coming up the bye week, uh, it's a win versus Oakland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, at New England, I really wish I knew what kind of team New England was going to be this year without Gronk. I mean, that was a good game last year. I'm going Casey. 
Really? Okay. Wow. So that's their tenth. They're ten and three. That's a bold call because we know the New England's tough. That that latter part of the. But you're right. It, it's going to be interesting to see what type of type of team they develop into. Uh, week fifteen, home to Denver. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> okay. And then uh, at Chicago, loss. That's a Sunday night game. Chicago. I think Chicago likely very much need that game too. Be, you know, I know that Casey's going to care about the cold, but that could be a brutally cold game there. Give me the, give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Right. The Bears. So uh, you had them beating the Chargers in their first matchup, right? You kind of went to, but it, you were struggling with it. What do you think about Week 17 home to the Chargers? Yeah, they're going to split with, with this. Geez. I think they're going to split. Yeah, plus this game may not mean anything to one team or the other. Yeah, I'll give the Chargers a win here. Okay, so the over there was ten and a half. We have them with eleven wins. So, uh, well, we take a look at the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Their over under is nine and a half. Uh, a lot of people high on the Chargers. I like them this year as well. They open the season with a home game against the Colts. What a way to open it, right? I mean, uh, Colts. yeah. I think the Chargers are a damn good team, but I think the Colts are a damn good team, too. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. This will be uh, interesting to see how these two teams uh, match up right away off the bat. Uh, because, right. you know, would it shock anyone if this game determines one of the uh, uh, home field advantage? You know, I wish I would charge with the AFC West and also in this game determines with Indianapolis because they were the uh, South, which team is home field there. So, uh, big game here. That's a big game right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's in Los Angeles, not really a big home uh, kind of advantage there. But I'm going to go with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, week two at Detroit. Yeah, I'm not a big Lions guy. Sorry, Chargers. Okay. Houston at home. Another tough game. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to give them a loss here because I don't want to give them five straight wins to open the season. So uh, I'll give a loss. But it would also wouldn't shock me, by the way, that Indianapolis games all those in Houston's win. So I'm just going with the one and one here. Okay, so they've won two of their first three. They then uh, week four, they're at Miami. We're going to give them a win there, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and we'll give them a win against uh, Denver. They're playing Denver at home. You're not big on on the Broncos this year, I know, right? I'm not. I'm probably. Um, I'm forget. Uh, I'm not giving enough credit how hard it can be to play in my Denver, the mile high in the air there. But still, I, I can't see. I, I just can't see Denver beating the Chargers. Okay, so this is a home game, so so we have beaten them, so they're 4-1. Then week six, tough matchup uh, at home, but uh, they got these Steelers. This is also why the uh, Chargers need to take advantage. Four of their first six games are at home. So even though mm-hmm. these, these, I mean, Indianapolis, Houston, and now Pittsburgh, these are tough games. they got, they got to take care of business here. I'm going to get them a mm-hmm. win here. Okay. At Tennessee, week seven. This is where the schedule gets a little rougher. Next three games, at Tennessee, at Chicago, Green Bay. I mean, uh, I'm going to say this is where they, uh, they run into some problems here. Uh, they're going to lose two out of three here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so after that, we have them at six and three. So uh, like it's, we said, at uh, Tennessee, at Chicago, home to Green Bay, then week 10 at Oakland. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if they're looking too far ahead to that Kansas City game. And by the way, this is where I right. hate scheduling. You know, they play a Thursday game against Oakland, which, okay, every, every, every team's playing Thursday games such as life. But you should not then get to play a Monday night game against a division, your major division rival, which could be from a division, and you get four extra days rest. It's just not fair. <laughs> it's not fair to KC. Right. Yeah, I hate when they do that. Uh, schedule should, it just shouldn't be like that. Anyway, that's another pet peeve of mine. Uh, so they beat <laughs> Oakland. Uh, and I think it, I said they, I already said they split against KC. So take take the win mm-hmm. or loss, whatever you want. All right. Well, since it's a home game, we'll give them a win. So that's eight and three. Then they go on a bye, play at Denver, right off the bye. God, can I, can I, can I, can I keep saying Denver's not going to win any of these games? Denver, Denver better beat Oakland. Uh, well, uh, win for the Chargers. Went for the Chargers, so we have them at nine and three at Jacksonville. Well, once again, they play at Jacksonville, then Minnesota the week after at one and one. Okay, so that's a ten and four mark. Uh, home to Oakland. Win. Win, and then uh, we gave them the win when they played KC at home, so we give them a loss on the road. So we also have them at eleven and five. 
Ah, tiebreaker. Uh, there you go. Uh, last year, they uh, KC and the Chargers were both 12-4, and four, but KC uh, won the division. So, uh, hey, the over's winning here. Like I said, Kansas City, 10 and a half. Uh, Chargers, 9 and a half. We, uh, the way we worked it out, we have them uh, each at 11 wins. Interesting. All right. It is, so, it's going to be a tough division. They both have tough schedules. These are not easy schedules here, by the way, for either one of these teams, which is uh, right. going to make things extremely interesting. It also hurts Oakland and Denver a lot because they're playing these, a lot of these same teams, too. Which means <laughs> I'm not yes. going to like their uh, their chance of finishing <laughs> with the over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when we come back, we get the Broncos at over-under of seven and the Raiders with their over-under six. This is going to be the last year that the Raiders play in Oakland, right? I right I believe, yeah, right. Then off to, off to Vegas we go. Off to Vegas. What happens in Vegas? We know the rest. All right, when we come back, we'll finish up uh, breaking down the AFC West over under. Try to get to a little bit more baseball. Joe Glina, George Kurtz. Sean Abel. On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the final segment of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And hey, do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid and open up a PointsBet Sports Wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. This is great. For example, if you bet the Chargers at minus 2.5 and and they cover the spread by 8 points, you receive 8 times your stake. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Just enter promo code GRID, G-R-I-D, and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. I like that. I like that that, uh, concept where, uh, hey, minus two and a half, they cover spread by eight. You receive eight times. Way to go. I like that. (laughs) Pointsbet.com. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'll be doing after the show, right? <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, yeah, let's finish up. We got the over-unders that we want to do. Just to real quick, just in case we don't have time, uh, anybody on the waiver wire that you're looking at real quick in uh, in baseball? You like this Peter Lambert guy, uh, the pitcher uh, <laughs> uh, for the Rockies? A little bit too much uh, no, all right. Uh, you already said it, Rocky. So he he, he was only started yeah. on the road. I don't draft Rocky. I I honestly can't tell you when the last time or if ever I've had a Rocky star. Ever, and I mean that ever. Mm-hmm. I just won't. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to worry about the Colorado right. star. I'm just not going to worry about it. So I, I don't do it. I stay away from it. And this year, there's no no more German Marquez on my team. You know, I will count Freeland, who sucked anyway. He wasn't on any of my teams. And uh, they'll, they'll never be on my team because I know I'm going to be angry when he has that blow-up start because it's Colorado. That game last night was a joke. Uh, you know, it's just – no. No, I'm just not doing it. So, uh, no. Lambert for me, no. The guy is going to be big. Okay. Assuming people didn't jump on him last weekend, even though we talked about him on uh, uh, Sunday, we were in Alvarez, Houston. This guy can hit. All right, he oh can hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I, know, I know people, I wrote about him this week. I know people are going to be worried about that. Oh, is he going to be playing time? Uh, you know, I get it. Houston has a lot of injuries. But Altuve and Correa aren't a worry for Alvarez. All right, that's second baseman and shortstop. Springer is a quasi-worry because he's another outfielder there. But really, do any, does anybody think that Tony Kemp 
or Josh Reddick or Marznick should be starting over Alvarez? No, Alvarez is a top prospect. This this guy's a this guy's a player. This is not some nobody kid out of nowhere. This guy's a player. All right, and as mm-hmm. he said that bomb he hit last night to the opposite field. That's a joke too, by the way. Did it pull that far to the opposite field? That's nuts. You know, that's something Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton would do. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that. Listen, I think you and I talked about this. Where I'd be aggressive, but probably they wouldn't go overboard. And, and that worked out fine, by the way, because I don't I don't know why. Maybe because he only came up the day before. But people aren't on him last weekend. So if he happened mm-hmm. to survive waivers in your league, you know, this weekend I think this. Tomorrow, uh, Sunday nights go to even, yeah. it's probably going to be much more expensive. I don't think you could just be aggressive. I think you may have to go almost all in, and that, you know that's an issue. Mm-hmm. But I think this kid's legit. Right. All right. So what do we? Uh, if we could, uh, if we have time, we'll get back to a little more baseball talk. But uh, we've got the Broncos and Raiders uh, scheduled to go over. Broncos over under seven. Raiders is six. Uh, Broncos open up at the Raiders. How about that? Oh, that's good. Well, I'll get a win. Right? Uh, it's it's at Oakland. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> okay. So we have uh, we have them at a loss, and we have the Raiders at a win. There you go. Uh, home to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're saying move to the Chicago or the next uh, six or ten games here. They better enjoy this win. Yeah. You know, loss right. against Chicago, loss against Green Bay. A uh, loss against Jacksonville, loss against the Chargers. I'm not feeling good about Tennessee either. I mean, wow, they they really better enjoy that week one win against uh, Oakland. And even that, uh, I mean, wow. No, you gave them a loss. You I gave did it to the Raiders. Yeah, they're they're not, so they open up 0 and 6. They're not going 0 8. Come on, I got I got to find a win in here. <laughs> I mean, so I, yeah, they, it, yeah. Home against Chicago, home against Jacksonville, <laughs> Tennessee. Oh my God, this is awful. This is awful. No wonder why Pat Bowen passed away. Um, <laughs> that's rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, rest, rest in peace. Uh, oh my God. Uh, all I'm gonna say is this: their first eight games are going one and seven. One and eight. One and nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. wow, this this is a brutal schedule. Where's the win? Yeah. At Oakland, Chicago, at Green Bay, Jacksonville, at Chargers, Tennessee, Kansas City, at Indianapolis, Cleveland, at Minnesota, at Buffalo, Chargers again, at Houston, at KC. Oh, they get Detroit in week 16 and Oakland in week 17. Oh, my God. All right, so we give them the win uh, at home uh, with Detroit. We, they split Oakland, so that's two wins. Um, you said the over under seven? Maybe, yes. I would bet so hard on the under. Yeah. That's How big. are they getting seven that's wins? Big. How are they getting seven that wins here? If you want to give them one game against Oakland, uh, the Detroit game, okay. Is there another game you can honestly say, oh, they'll win that game? What game can you honestly not say? Automatically. That? No. Not automatically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is not a good maybe team. Home, maybe maybe home to Tennessee, just that home field advantage. But, you know, Tennessee, sure. No joke, sure. I, I can uh, see. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying yeah. where you feel good about it. There's no right. game here uh, that I feel good about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm bet, I think that the most, I'm betting the most we can hope for is three or four wins for uh, Denver. I uh, am let's, betting let's the under fun. hard. Let's see if things work out for the Raiders a little bit. So, so let's say we'll, we'll just give them what you want to be f- nice and say they win four. We'll, we'll give them three, three or four. Uh, uh, anyway, I agree with you. Bet that under hard. Bet the no under hard. Approach. Oh my god! No way they approach that brutal schedule. <laughs> wow. All right. So, so Oakland, Oakland opens up uh, against Denver. But we give them. We you gave them the win. Uh, then they lose to KC, right? Yes. Uh, even though it's a home game, uh, they lose to the the Vikings on the road. They lose to the Colts on the road. They lose to the Bears at home. Oh boy, the schedule's not to the side. They have a bye. Yeah, and then they they go to Green Bay. You give them a loss in Green Bay. That Chicago game, by the way, is I'm, I'm guessing an England game because I see it's a neutral site. I assume that's uh, London. It's one o'clock, so right. I'm not positive, but uh, I'm assuming London. Right. And then, but once, they once really again, here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what was their over until under? week nine? What's their, their over under? Six, six. Yeah, but I think you know, I think Oakland's heading in the right direction. I do. 
You know, I, I'm not sold on Carr. That'd be my only thing there. But I like the moves they've right. done in the York season. I like the the, char- the players they've had, good character players there to get the right mood going there. But the, the problem is the same. This schedule is brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I'm not a surprise. The schedule is generally bad for one. It's going to be bad for the other. All they play is playoff teams and division games. Right. It's not good. I mean, good luck. Maybe they could uh, have, let's say, home win against the Lions. Uh, maybe sure. a home win against the Bengals, maybe. Sure. You know, but you don't feel great about it. Uh, at the Jets, that's you know, a possibility. They have a shot. They have a shot. Uh, do we, you want to give them a win in that game? or what, what do we, cause... I'll give a win just because i got to get a win somewhere. Yeah. Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville, back-to-back back at home. I would give them one of those, two. I think they can beat one. Yeah, but this is brutal. And then, I mean, uh, this is really brutal. Yeah, so that would be. I tell you the truth, I have about six wins because let, let me tell you the games that, that that I think. And tell me if you think that they have a shot to beat Detroit in Week Nine, right? Yes. Uh, Cincinnati. So a shot to win Detroit, Cincinnati Week Eleven, the Jets. They have a shot. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but that's three right there. Uh, is, 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 you have it more than three? Because I had it at six. I mean, Detroit, Cincinnati, and the Jets. What do you think? Yeah, but I think they could be Tennessee or Jacksonville. Right? Uh-huh. So uh, I think that, that that's a chance. There. That's four. Mm-hmm. You, split, you split with Denver, Casey, Minnesota, Dallas, Chicago. Chicago's neutral. But we're looking for wins. That, that's never good when you're looking for wins. Yeah, when you're a so-so team and you know, we start looking for wins, that's never good here. Um, uh, I think I think they're I think they're a better team. That's the thing. I think I don't think Denver's all that great, but I think Oakland's on the way up here. But I don't think they're all that much better than Denver here. I think they're going under too. But I, I feel more, I feel better about the confident, more confident with Denver. Right, I, right. I bet more money with Denver yeah. under. But I think I might take the Oakland under mm-hmm. too. What it comes down to is the AFC West. Has a brutal schedule this year. They just have a brutal right. schedule. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so maybe uh, I don't know anywhere between. What would you say to be generous? Four or five. Yeah, pretty much four and six wins. I would say they get here. I still feel comfortable with the under. But uh, mm-hmm. usually when we when we play this game, you know, if the over under is ten, and I'm at and I'm at nine. I'm not, not going to touch it. But if I'm at two three games mm-hmm. under or two three games over, that means I truly believe it. That means I would be. I feel much better about betting it. Right. Okay. All right. So there you have it. So we feel uh, we have uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers. We project, and that's very very early. Things could change. We project them to have eleven wins, which would put them over. Uh, KC's over under ten and a half. Chargers over under nine and a half. Broncos, we feel both of us feel real strong about taking that under. Broncos over under seven. We're thinking maybe three or four wins at most for the Broncos. And uh, the Raiders, they're over under is six. We kind of like the under, but it's it's definitely a lot closer than uh, you know the. Uh, the Broncos there. So yeah, there you go. All right. So uh, I guess uh, we have what, about uh, five minutes left of the show. Uh, we could go back to a little uh, baseball action. Uh, talk a little wave warmer, some some hot uh, players. Uh, what do you think about this uh, David Bote, uh from the Cubs? I mean, it took, a, it took him a while to make it to the playoffs, but uh, entering uh, this weekend's action, 276, eight home runs, 32 runs batted in, and 60 games. Any interest in uh, David Bote? It's almost like you read my column this week, Joe. Another player I wrote about this week. Uh, <laughs> my, other with both, my other problem with both is this. Uh, he's another one of these Joe Madden guys. Madden plays he's, uh, when he's playing well, but then as soon as he's not, because they have more guys than they have positions, then he's not in the lineup anymore. You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think Bode is a player. I think he's a decent guy here. But, you know, it's, it's a little bit of home runs, a little bit of average, but he's not doing anything that's going to be great for you. You know, he has eight home runs, 32 ribbies, one stolen base, batting 278. The average right. doesn't help. Stolen bases don't help. So you need, the, you need the power there. You know, he could be a corner infielder if you don't have anything left. Once again, I'm talking 12, 10-team league, not 15-team above. Obviously, then he has more value. Uh, 
but I don't see anything great here. I think there will come a time where he's not playing as much anymore because Chris Brown is playing third. Addison Russell's playing second base. What are they going to do here? Once again, they have more guys than they have positions available here. And I think that's when the playing time decreases. And Madden, I think, I don't think, I know Madden does some strange things. He goes by his gut feel yeah. a lot. You know, you don't know mm-hmm. what Madden's going to do. So that concerns me as well. He's a player for now, Bote, but I don't think he's a player for the rest of the season. Right. That's a good analysis. Keston uh, Hiura, has he been swinging a hot bat since he got demoted? Two home runs Thursday night, uh, has 15 home runs in 45 games, 331 batting average. First of all, I mean, what did you think about his demotion? Did you feel that it was just a way to maybe to uh, maybe get Travis Shaw some more at bats, and if he gets hot, maybe they could showcase and trade him? I mean, of it has course. to be, right? I mean, of course. he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to, to deserve getting demoted. I mean, his, his, his clock already started. He's one of the right. top minor league players, minor league hitters. I mean, what, what you said is 100% true. Uh, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Ben Shore, they weren't going to do that. And Shore's hit somewhat pretty well since being uh, uh, off the IL here. He had a horrific start. But I think what you said is correct. They'd like to trade Shaw. That's not going to happen, mind you. Mm-hmm. But playing Hura made right. sense all the way around. He was hitting better than Shaw, and he's a second baseman, so he's getting better defense. We know Shaw and Moustakas, whenever they play that game, that's a joke. Neither one's a second baseman. So, uh, you know, it, works, it would work all the way around, but they could move Shaw. That being said, uh, I don't know. You know. I don't know if they're going to be able to move him. Uh, he was selling low. Right, and I don't know if they'll be willing yes. to do that unless they just want a couple of low-grade prospects back. So I think it could be a problem. But we knew this going on when teams make these kind of moves. You know, when they re-signed Moustakis this year, and I don't blame them re-signing Moustakis who's had a fantastic season, but you had to know that that was pushing Hewer back in the year. You know, it's what you were doing. They're pushing Hewer away. Sure. And now, now you're sort of beating mm-hmm. it because Shore can't play. In some ways, you just have to bite the bullet, bench Shore, and play Hewer, but then you get an unhappy veteran uh, on your bench. That's why they'd like to be able to move him if possible. Right, right. All right, so I'll just say uh, we only have a couple minutes uh, remaining. Uh, you and Camp Stewart coming up. Uh, what's the name of your show? It's a Weekend Wagering? Or do I have it weekend right? Wagers. Weekend Cam and I, we talk Weekend Wagers. Wagers. Yeah, always entertaining. Yeah, I believe Cam's a happy guy this together. week. He had money on the he had money on St. Louis Blues winning the uh, the cup. So that went very well. There you go. That's Toronto right. Raptors win the NBA title. So it's been a. It's, I don't know, but it's other bets for the week. We'll find out in, uh, in about five minutes. But uh, I think it's been a pretty good week for Cam. You know. Uh, there you go. I found it, I found it funny with Gabe uh, Gabe Morenci, uh, you know, big Raptors fan. You know, we the North. And uh, sure. Gabe pretty much, he couldn't celebrate Thursday night because it's the time the game ended. You know, it was late. And he had to be up early for the radio show. Good for Gabe for not doing that because I'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's going to come on slosh to the, you know, to the you know, nth degree <laughs> on uh, Friday morning. But uh, I think Gabe actually more partied last night, uh, according to his mm-hmm. tweets. Uh, he more partied last night uh, of a Toronto Raptors win. So, listen, it's been an f- interesting week, right? Blues, first time uh, yes. they ever won the Cup in the NHL. Raptors, mm-hmm. first time winning uh, the NBA championship. It's been a good week for teams that uh, are breaking long. Absolutely. And, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I didn't see any reports of uh, looting or rioting or any fires. Did you see anything? Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't even think about that, which is, means because I didn't see it. It didn't happen. You're right. That is a great right, thing. It right. I mean, fans sometimes are completely ridiculous. Let's tear down my city because we won a championship. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. All right. So uh, weekend wagers coming up. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, happy Father's Day to you. George Kurtz. Thanks to uh, Sean Angle doing a great job producing our show. Thanks for listening to Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll be back next week, 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday morning. Weekend Fantasy Update.